0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This
1: is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Private property rights align with eminent domain. The debate over CO2 carbon sequestration pipelines includes a reevaluation of eminent domain law. This is the gist of how it works. Some entity plans to build something that requires use of or crossing private property. That can be the state building a highway, city an airport or utility building power lines or pipelines. In the state of Iowa, the entity wishing to acquire an easement must seek a private agreement with the landowner and go through a regulatory process. The companies seeking the easements are required to get as many voluntary easements as possible, and then the Iowa Utilities Board decides on whether granting them eminent domain power to secure the rest is warranted. There's no statutory number of voluntary easements required, but precedent set by the Dakota Access Pipeline suggests that 75% of easements must be voluntary to gain IUB approval. The Rock Island Power Line only secured 18% voluntary easements and was denied IUB approval. That is the benchmarks that we have to work with. Summit Carbon Solutions has near the 75% voluntary easements to give them a shot at gaining IUB approval. While that appears to suggest that 25% oppose the pipeline, there is a substantive number of landowners within the holdouts who are just waiting for the best deal. Maybe 10% are no deal, no way, not ever. The Iowa Farm Bureau is a strong private property rights advocate and they enacted a resolution that these projects should acquire 90% of easements voluntarily before approval. Companies know that it is a pretty high bar to cross over. I would have said it at 80%, but the resolution recognizes the need for companies to gain easements voluntarily, but also that these projects have to get done, so cannot be blocked by a small minority. We know that there is going to be a segment of opposition believing that there is not enough Jesus in the Bible for just about everything, There are NIMBYs, ideologues and recalcitrants who all have their reasons to oppose public projects. That is why there is an eminent domain law in the first place. It is totally plausible to believe in both private property rights and eminent domain. To me, the need to acquire voluntary easements is leverage for landowners negotiating the easements. I think that the IUB can make that evaluation. This leverage goes beyond money to all of the issues that concern landowners in regard to private companies getting use of their property. These concerns include crop damage, pipeline line repair, pipeline depth, insurance coverage, indemnity liability, and pipeline safety to mention a few. These concerns should be mitigated in the easements. The CO2 carbon pipelines are going to pay the most for easements as any has ever been paid in Iowa in the past. It's about time that landowners got paid a fair value for their property. So are we for or against eminent domain? I think that it is part of a necessary process that aligns private property rights with the public good. That brings us to the next topic of contention, what is in the public interest. Are CO2 pipelines in the public interest? The opposition loudly proclaims no. Yet the democratic elected government of and by the people thinks so as carbon credit subsidies are written into law encouraging and incentivizing carbon capture as being in the public interest. Others will cite CO2 pipelines as being private enterprises that will make money from carbon sequestration, so only they benefit. That is a convenient but inaccurate perspective. The battlefield industry is the cornerstone of the state's economy. Nothing has created more wealth for farmers in the state than the ethanol industry in my seven decades of experience. The future of the ethanol industry depends on it becoming a competitive low-carbon fuel. Ethanol from sequestered CO2 can compete or beat the carbon score of EVs. Therefore, CO2 sequestration of the CO2 produced from the ethanol process is crucial to the longevity of the ethanol industry. There is strong incentive for ethanol plants to hook up to the pipeline as the lower their carbon scores, the more value is added to the ethanol. More markets where demand is restricted by the carbon scores can consume low-carbon ethanol. The ethanol industry has had a profound benefit to the public interest, with all farmers benefiting regardless of situation relative to the market. Landowners are the first to receive part of that added value in the payments for easements that they receive. Some lucky to be located on the chosen route of the pipelines act like they are being damaged by this opportunity. When it is, frankly, more of a windfall... If what the farmers were getting for these easements were public knowledge, the city folk would have no empathy for landowners who are complaining. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.
0: For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.